Welcome to the Try Self Love Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Barber, and I'm a Master Life and Relationship Coach. I'm your host, Kristen Dicker, and I'm a Transformational Health and Wellness Life Coach. If you're curious about what self-love is, you've come to the right place. Each week, we'll dive deeper into the steps it takes to develop self-love. Here we go. Hi, Becky. How are you today? I'm doing really well. How are you, Kristen? I'm great. Thank you. Well, I want to welcome you and all of our listeners to uh, episode number 12, which is about allowing yourself to dream big. And this often leads into this fear of success. Do you know what that is about, Becky? (laughs) (laughs) I know we all experience this, and I have experienced it and still do quite a bit. So I know a little bit about it. What about you? Okay. I, I've been working on this with some clients recently and myself recently, and I realized, yeah, it definitely is something that I have a, have an issue with or have had an issue with. Um, you know, we, we often hear about the, you know, the fear of failure, and that kind of prevents us from dreaming bigger, becoming bigger than we are. But the fear of success, um, it's, it's a, and a fear of achievement. You know, you just start to sabotage yourself when you feel like you're going to become too big for your britches. Do you, can you relate to that experience? Yeah, I was going to say when I was looking, doing some research for this, it's called like achievemophobia or there's a few funny terms, but yes, like just the fear of things changing, right? I mean, the fear of failure is true too, but if you fail, then you just kind of go back to the way things are. But if you succeed, things are going to change and that that can kind of cause some anxiety too. So I think this is a great topic. I loved when you brought up the idea. I'm so glad we're going to talk about it today. Yeah, I'm excited too because, uh, yeah, like you said, the fear of failure can make you feel anxious, sometimes depressed and, and really scared. But the fear of success, yeah, you're right, it creates change and it creates this um, responsibility to choose what you really want. And sometimes it's, it's, it is frightening. Like, am I going to become too rich? Am I going to become too famous? Am I going to, you know, is somebody going to not like what I'm doing and feel jealous or feel like, you know, they don't like me anymore because they're feeling left out or something? Or am I a fraud? And imposter syndrome is a big one too with the fear of success. So all of those changes can lead to a lot of um, sabotaging. You don't necessarily want to do those things because what if your life changes in such a, a big way that it's almost like negative? Yeah. And when you were listing some of the things that came to you, for me, it's like, am I going to be able to handle this? Does this mean I'm going to have to work nonstop and neglect my family? Am I going to become a totally different person if I have too much money? It's it's interesting how we just, as humans, we all have this fear and it's for so many different reasons. And I do think they overlap with the fear of failure, but I'm excited to dive into this and hopefully help our listeners and us just tap into that self-love and just, it's one step at a time. And, and the goodness in you is magnified by success. If you, if you're in it for the right reasons and your heart's in the right place. Yeah. And I like what you said about one step at a time. It's a really big discussion point, um, lately with me in some, and fellow coaches and friends is just this idea of taking really small steps when you're trying to make changes that, that creates a bigger, a bigger change in you. But you're just, you're creating a situation where you're making small changes, small successes. 
And when you do that, you can reach your, your bigger goal in a much more achievable way. And you don't feel so overwhelmed by this big change. Sometimes that part of our brain that likes to stay the same and feel safe will literally make you do some kind of fighting, fleeing, or freezing. <laughs> For me, I get overwhelmed and I freeze. And I'm just like, oh, I can't get grounded. I can't, I can't focus. And it's just my critter brain, that part of my brain that likes to stay the same, saying, this is too much right now. Let's, let's not do this. So I have to go slowly in order to convince my critter brain that it's okay to make these changes. Yeah, I appreciate that you brought that up. I mean, it, it that's what it looks like. You know, we're either overwhelmed or we're all of a sudden exhausted. It's just a way of sabotaging. And it's that part of our brain that's like, nope, you're going to fail. You're going to get hurt. People are going to leave you. No, you can't do that. And so it'll shut us down. And so I like how you talked about just kind of easing into these changes that we want to make. It, they do have a more lasting effect when they you take you know you're more mindful about it and take your time. And really, all that matters is you're moving forward. It does, it's not about the speed, and it's not about giving yourself too strict of deadlines. I mean, we want to have goals, but we also want to just give ourselves a little bit of space to ease into it and adapt and calm that part of our brain and just, you know, hey, I'm safe. I'm doing it and I'm doing a great job. You know, give yourself some some high fives here and there because it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. And uh, this is where I'm going to plug coaching for a minute just because when you have a coach, they hold your feet to the fire in a gentle way. It's it's like you can do this and I have all the respect in the world for you that, you, that I know you have it in you to do this. But I don't expect you to change move a mountain in one day. Let's just dig out the dirt a little bit here and there until we get to that moving that mountain part. So um, I think that when you have somebody there holding you accountable, it creates a safety net for you. You feel like, oh, I can do this and I am doing it every week. I'm making changes and and all of a sudden I'm a different, doing different things than I ever did. Never thought I'd be a runner. Now I'm a runner, you know, or never thought I'd um, have my dream job. And now I do because I worked at it little by little. So yeah, it's pretty powerful to do the small steps for sure. Some accountability. Oh, and I love that you brought up coaching because as a coach, we love to coach other people. We lo- I love to be coached, but it's just, it's nice to have someone on your team who can see things a little differently. They have a different perspective and they give you that access to other tools you might not have known are there. And we all want to be better. And instead of like beating ourselves up, getting someone who can help you manage, you know, these goals and make them attainable is just really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's a lot of fun. And um, it makes the journey a little bit nicer to have somebody on your side, you know, holding you accountable and just being your friend, you know, being, teaching you how to be your own best friend too. It's really, it's a really great um, relationship, really. So I wanted to uh, talk a little bit just for a moment or two about some things I read in psychology today about this fear of success thing. I want to see what you think about it, Becky. Um, I read that women fear loneliness if they change. Um, if they get too big for their britches, it might you know, change their relationship with their spouse or if they're making more money than their spouse. All of a sudden, if they have their job they always wanted, that can just put a create a strain. And this is like, these are real things that do happen to people. And it's not that I want anyone to be afraid of this. It's just, this is a reason why some of us don't follow our hearts and souls because we feel that we're going to make somebody else upset 
even like if women lose a lot of weight, they sometimes sabotage and gain it back because other people might be upset or they're too attractive and then men might look at them differently and it's, they don't feel as safe. I mean, so we're always kind of, there's a lot of, there are a lot of ways we, you know, prevent ourselves from changing because we're so afraid of like being big and being shining and putting ourselves out there. And so it's really important conversation topic because just because we're afraid of it doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. But you being who you are on this, on this planet is a gift to everyone. So what do you think about those things? I'll I'll add more, but go ahead. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, as, as you were saying that, I was thinking, yeah, I'm sure very few men have that, like, what if I make too much money, right? Like, it's just <laughs> different, just the cultural expectations on women and men. And some is good and some is bad, as, as in every culture. But, yeah, just being a woman and wanting other things besides motherhood. And, and I'm not saying that motherhood isn't great. It is. You and I are both moms. We're blessed in that way. But it's not wrong to want other things too because otherwise when your kids leave the house, what's left of you? You've given away everything and there's nothing there. So for me, just in the last couple of years, discovering this path of being a health and life coach has been so exciting. And there is some of that, like what if, like I mentioned earlier, what if I have to be too busy and Uh, My business requires too much of me, but that's just the fear talking, trying to keep me playing small because really when, when your heart is in the right place, you'll be able to find that balance. And I just wish all women, us included, like we could just have that freedom to go after our dreams and not feel guilty about it. Yeah. And I like that you brought up the word balance. I was thinking of that word. Um, Cause that is a fear. Like you were saying like, well, what if I get too busy and I can't, you know, be the mom I want to be or the wife I want to be or the friend I want to be or the daughter I want to be as well. And that's just part of, that's just a risk you take, right? You just want to, you want to walk your way into it. So I always say like, there's a continuum of when you, when you start out kind of passive aggressive and you're really passive and then you get really aggressive because you're trying to be assertive. You're trying to find your balance. You're trying to find the middle. So like you might be, you never say anything, you never speak up. And then all of a sudden you're yelling at the clerk in the grocery store for talking on the phone while she's trying to check you out. And you're like, why are you talking on the phone when you're supposed to be checking me out? Why don't you do your job? And it's like, you want to say it differently. You want to not just stand there and let her take advantage of you, but you don't want to freak her out. You know, freak out on her. You want to find that balance. And it's kind of the same way with everything. Like finding your success is also a continuum of like, I'm not, I'm playing small and then I'm playing really big and really big feels really overwhelming. So I'm going to go back to playing small and then you have to walk your way back into, you know, I'm going to just find the balance here. I can do both. You know, I can be myself fully, but also not lose sight of the fact that I I have these other responsibilities and people that count on me and things I want to do. So I hope that explanation was helpful. (laughs) Yeah, and you brought up some things that I wanted to talk about just briefly for our listeners. Success is however you determine it, and it doesn't mean you have to have a side business or a very thriving business. It doesn't even have to be a business at all. It's just whatever your definition of success. Maybe it's a hobby. Maybe you want to write a book. I mean, we could list a million things that people want to attempt. It's just something that you do maybe just for you, just because, 
And being successful also means having a happy family that's healthy and you're doing everything you want to do at home. It's just however you determine it. I want to clarify that. I don't want anyone to feel like if they're listening to us, they have to have this business just because we're talking about our businesses. Yeah, yeah, right. Like success can be like, I just want to read 20 pages in my book every day or once a week, you know, or um, I just want to be able to drink enough water for my body every day. That can be something that you work on for weeks because it's hard to add like, you know, tons of ounces a day uh, right away. So like even the small wins are successes. And so you don't have to feel so afraid of that if you just think of it as like just bite-sized chunks, you know? Yeah. Success is whatever you want it to be. And so for me, even it's like, okay, I made dinner three times this week. Woohoo. Whoa. <laughs> I hear you, girl. Oh, I made it last night. I'm like, yes, go me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it, yeah. Like my kids are like, oh, wow, you're feeding us again. Food <laughs> that you're making, not like food that we get. I do feed them. I, I do feed them. I just have been real lazy. <laughs> like, you guys want to go to Sonic again? Great. Good. They're like, wow, you're a great health coach. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, it's just one of those day, weeks lately, you know, times of the year. Um, but yeah, I think any small success is a big win, actually, really. So, you know, celebrate yourself in whatever way you can daily because it really helps to add that to that momentum of creating a feeling of being successful without feeling like you're going to just make everybody else around you upset or you know, rock the boat too much. And, um, but do you have any ways? I have some ways that uh, shows up, uh, fear of success, success shows up. If you don't, I have a list because I have a list from a different source that I researched. What about you? Do you have anything? Or I can start. Um, I, the one that really caught my eye, I did a little research too, was just the fear of change. And we mentioned it briefly, but just the fact that if you become successful, all of a sudden you'll become a different person. And that's really not true. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, like that old adage, like the love of money is root of all evil. But what if you aren't doing it just for money, but money is like a nice side effect? I mean, great. It doesn't mean that you're going to become a terrible, greedy person. You know, you can have the best parts of you magnified by your success, as I mentioned before, just depending on where your heart is. But just that fear of changing, you will change. We're always changing, whether you're successful or not. We're all evolving into different things. But I feel like going for a goal and being successful that way and loving yourself through the process will help you change and become more of the person you want to be anyway. So that was an interesting one that popped up on a couple different sites. Yeah, that's that was really common, um, definitely. And um, I can relate to that one really well. I don't know if you can, but <laughs> yeah. Definitely. I've never yeah, really that's... liked making people unhappy um, in my personal life. And I feel like whenever I get too big, it's going to affect somebody and it always makes me play small again. So yeah, it's that's a hard one to overcome. Yeah, for sure. So I have um, imposter syndrome, which I mentioned. Um, and this is from verywellmind.com. And they have a lot of good information on that site, I believe. But um, imposter syndrome might be, you know, if you feel like um, you won't be able to live up to the expectations that other people will have for you, or you feel like you don't have enough credentials, or you're just somehow not prepared enough to be successful or to be this person that you say you're going to be. 
um, and do the things that you promise you're going to do. It's like you feel like you're over-promising something because you don't feel like what you're promising is going to ever measure up. So that's a very common fear among many people in the world, um, I think, and many positions in life. I mean, you can be as educated as anyone and feel like you're not, you know, cut out for it. So it's just a part of your own um, belief system, really. What do you have to say about imposter syndrome? Anything? Yeah. Yeah. As you were talking, I was just thinking that for me, it shows up as like, okay, but if I take this on and it works out, am I going to be able to maintain it? Am I going to be able to keep up with the momentum? Will I be good enough? Will I, you know, I just, that, that sense of inadequacy pops up. But as you mentioned, you know, it is one step at a time and it does take time. It just doesn't happen overnight. Sure, some people have that quote-unquote success overnight, but most of us, it's just slow and steady, just looking for a little bit of improvement each day. And with that comes the sense of peace and security that like you're on the right track and yes, you'll be able to do it and keep up with it. Yeah, like that building of confidence that, you know, Increasing the muscle and the muscle memory of whatever you're doing helps you feel like, oh, I am able to do this now. And then that just practicing, right? Just keep doing what you're doing and, and you're getting better at it every day. You feel more comfortable about it. And that just, that's going to make you feel successful. Um, again, fear of backlash, which, which was one we've spoken about already, but just people um, feeling like their social or their relationship um interactions with others is really going to be affected. There's going to be some repercussions for that. And um, that's that's a, a pretty intense one for a lot of people, I would think. What do you think? Yeah, so I was on Forbes.com, and we'll have all these links in the show notes, but it shows up in a little bit different wording, like fear of losing friends. You know, it's like, because if you change and your friends don't change, and maybe they can't handle your success, and there's that competitive element. These are big fears, and they they crop up in anything that you're trying to do, really. I mean, as I've gone through this deep, deep change work and trying to learn about beliefs and identity, I've been changing, too. And it's fun to see, like, which of my relationships can grow with me. And it's been a little sad to see some that really aren't. Friendships are a living thing, and sometimes they end, and it doesn't take away from the beauty that was— Sometimes it's it's a loss and you have to grieve it, but I don't think it's, for me, not really relevant as a reason to not try and be successful, but I can see how that would definitely apply. Yeah, I think that many of us who don't really think about the reasons why we're not able to change and we may not have identified, oh, it's going to really make mom upset or it's going to make sister or friend or husband or boyfriend or whoever really upset if I get too big, you know, and I, and I start to outshine them. And, um, that's, that can keep you down for a long time. If you're not aware of it, once you realize it's not really your problem and it's their problem, (laughs) it becomes easier, but still there's a lot of emotion that goes into that. So, uh, I'm not suggesting as an easy change, but basically the idea that just because you're changing doesn't mean, um, other people are going to change too. They may not. It will change your relationships most likely, but it's up to them to change if they want to change. It's not any of our jobs to stand there in the ditch with them, right? We've mentioned that metaphor before. You don't don't need to stand in the ditch with them and both of you suffer. One of you crawls out of the ditch and you help the other one out when they're ready. 
if they're not ready and they want to stay down in that space where they're jealous and they're unhappy and they're sad and they're not successful, that's on them. It's okay. You don't have to change their diapers. It's my favorite saying. <laughs> I overstate that saying. <laughs> I love when you say that. <laughs> it just makes me really think. I don't know if it helps you, but it makes me think it's really not my job to fix anyone else. And if it's going to keep me from being successful and happy, then I'm not doing anyone a service, really. So something to think about with that. Um, another thing is um, when people have a fear of success, they have a low self-efficacy. They don't feel as confident in their abilities. So as we were saying earlier, keep doing it. Take little steps toward it and you're going to feel more confident. You're going to have more self-efficacy and you're just going to feel better about yourself that you can achieve your goals. This, this article I'm looking at too, The Very Well Mind, is really interesting because it talks about different ways to help you with, you know, um, combating your fear. And this can work for fear of failure and stress. Uh, working with someone on your beliefs and the, the reasons, the real deep reasons why you don't want to change is a very good idea. But in the meantime, deep breathing, exercising, journaling, meditating, visualization of how you want to look when you are successful, that's very powerful. If you can get into visualizing and really feeling what that's like, thinking it, feeling it, exploring like exactly what it will be like when you are successful that can really help your body, mind, and soul walk into the new version of you that you want to um, achieve. So that's a really, really powerful way of exploring that without actually doing it yet. You know, just kind of using your imagination, dreaming big, as we're saying in this this uh, podcast title. So um, yeah, so those are some ideas. What do you think about that? Any of that, Becky? Yeah, I think it's a great, um, I love that you plugged coaching earlier. I'd like to reiterate that. Um, really, as we mentioned, what's driving your bus is so subconscious. We don't really know. And as I've been coached on my fear of success, a lot has come up about just the fear of disappointing people or changing, not being the person that I presented myself to be in these relationships and you know, what's going to happen when the dynamics start to shift. There's just a lot underneath the surface that we aren't aware of. And so having a coach can really help open your eyes to what's going on and help you see how different things have affected you and maybe do some reframing, change it around and see that success is great. It's what we're meant to do. Like figuring out who you are and what you're put on this earth to do is exciting and it can light you up and it can bring you so much joy and that's what we're trying to do with this podcast is help people tap into that, figure out who they are and what they want to do and what, what they're meant to do. So the success that you're looking for is there. And as we mentioned, it takes time and it's worth pursuing. It's hard work sometimes, but anytime you uncover beliefs that are holding you back, it's just a huge win. So I'm a big proponent of coaching and therapy and and just being introspective at times and, and getting real, taking a step back from just the autopilot and, and doing different things. It really does make a big difference. Absolutely. Definitely uh, having a coach or a therapist walk you through reframing questions, like asking yourself about your limiting beliefs and uh, like, you know, do you associate success with negative outcomes or are you worried about what other people think? Ooh. <laughs> That one is part of this, right? It's just like, what will they think yes. if I'm, you know, a winner? 
So this has been a really nice conversation. I've really enjoyed this today. I hope you have too, Becky. Um, Absolutely. What to say about it, but at the same time, this is pretty much it in a nutshell. It's just this fear of growing too big is something that keeps a lot of us in our spot and uh, stuck. And so, yeah, I hope this has been really helpful for everyone. Uh, Do you have anything, any last words to say, Becky? No, we're just so excited that everyone's here. And especially as the holidays start to come, we have some really great topics coming up. So we're excited that you're here. Hopefully you're doing well in your practice of self-love. We'd love to hear from you and help you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening in, everyone. And you have a great week and we'll be here again soon. Bye. Bye. If you like what you've been learning about self-love, come join us in our free Facebook group, Try Self-Love. We'd also appreciate if you'd leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. That way your friends and family and others who need us can find us. We're so glad you're here. See you next week.